This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. How are we today? Good morning. Good morning. Well, wonders never cease. Would you believe LeBron and the Lakers are finally a road favorite tonight? It took forever, but they're finally a favorite by two points over an Indiana team that came from 17 down to beat them at the Crip back in November. Let's talk about that law firm. Wow. And I saw Joel B finally beat the Magic. Huh. Finally. Wait, are we talking about the same Magic who have beaten the Celtics three times? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three times? Did already. they beat Joel Once, but they beat everybody. Beat the they, they beat Golden State they twice. Beat, they beat Dallas. They, they beat, beat Go Phoenix. James. Did they beat Go James? Yeah. Did they beat Go James? No, we blew the doors off them. Can't even remember. In that. front of a sold out crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, you remember. Oh, that's one of the real We're gonna unpack too. Got some for Indy. All things NBA, <laughs> gentlemen. I promise. But let's start with that huge news from yesterday morning on the football field. One, Tom Brady announcing his retirement. Jeff Tarlington is now reporting that, in Brady's mind, his options were to either retire or return to the Buccaneers. He's also reporting that Brady felt exhausted at the end of the season left everything he had out on the field. Shannon, what do you make of Darlington's report? Brady wasn't returning to Tampa. Skippy couldn't win with what he had. You told me his offensive line wasn't good enough. You told me Mike Evans and Chris Godwin wasn't good enough. You told me the running game lacked. So why would he well, return? It didn't lack. It was dead oh, last. Okay, so, yeah. so, what, so what were they going to do in the offseason? Make a trade for Trent Williams and Zach Martin and then sign Josh Jacobs in free agency? Or maybe they can make a trade for Tyreek or get some younger, faster receivers. So why would he return? We saw Tom Brady bolt New England when he realized he didn't have enough talent offensively. Although I think he got pushed out well, they, I mean, he, he didn't go fighting and screaming, did he? Like, okay. So I'm just trying to figure. He realized it now, Skip, what you started to see, the fact that you said, well, I would hate to see him go be a mercenary because it was going to require more and more talent on the offensive side just to get Tom Dirty to do what he routinely did with lesser-tier receivers, with lesser-tier offensive line. So why would he go back at 46 and be behind a beat-up, bad offensive line when he couldn't get it done at 45? And, it's off, and so what, if Chris, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, are they going to get faster, Skip? No. Are they going to run different routes? No. So um, Byron Leftwich got fired. So how do we know you're going to get an offensive coordinator that's going to be better than what Byron Leftwich was? Somebody that's going to have to learn. This is what Tom likes to call on first down, second yep. down, third down. This is what he likes to call in this area of the that field, is this down and distance. I agree. So it takes time for you to figure out what a guy likes. So, Skip, look. I'm not saying that Jeff Darlington is wrong, but I just don't believe Tom Brady was going back to going back to Tampa. I, I think the point is it was Tampa or nothing. Right? I believe so, it was nothing. Okay. I, believe, I believe retirement was his only option, All right. considering how bad it went in Tampa, given what was there in Tampa. Skip, how are they going to get better when they were damn near probably $50, $60 million over the cap to begin? At least I, 25 30 I agree. And by the way, you first guessed this. You said you're paying a whole lot of money to players who have been around for a long time, and you might effectively be paying them for what they did instead of what they can do right. going forward. 
but they was hell-bent, Skip, on yep. bringing – no team had ever brought back all 22 starters from a Super Bowl Never, winning team. ever. And to your credit, you said be careful. Be careful. Be careful right? doing that, Skip. Okay. And so for me, I don't think – I think it was nothing. I think retirement was the only option unless yeah. he left and went somewhere else and he got with a team that had more talent, substantial upgraded talent, yeah. than what he had at Tampa. Like when he left New England, the talent on the offensive side of the football was substantially better than what he had in New England. And the defense was younger and better than what he had in New England. I agree. So unless he goes to a situation that was a la Tampa two, three years ago, Skip, yeah. I just didn't see it working out for him. Yeah. I believe this was the best option for Tom Brady, which was to retire. Because here's the thing, Tom. I don't care how great you are at a sport. You get too old to play football. You get too old to play basketball or baseball. You don't get too old to talk. Bring your butt on over here. <laughs> Bring your butt on over here to Pico Skill. You don't, you won't necessarily be in this building, but you'll be up under the Fox umbrella. You will. And, and you can talk. As long as you play football, you can have at least that length of career yep. talking in that booth. He will be welcome <laughs> whenever he's ready. Yes. Okay, back to the report. I do believe that Brady has high loyalty in him. He, he believes in loyalty. He was loyal to a cause in New England that finally wasn't loyal to him. Correct. And I think it ripped his competitive soul out. Oh, I, I'm not sure he's ever going to get over that one. No, you won't. He because won't. it did not end the way it was supposed to end. Right. He should have ended there. Right. Somehow, some way, I, I don't know. But that's it was meant for him to end there. And I... You know how that felt. You, you, you know what happened to you in Denver. Mm -hmm. it, it was you were going to be in the Hall of Fame, so it, it, it was going to fit for you just right. to end it once and for all in Denver, right? right? Yes. It doesn't work right. that way. Skip, remember we talked about LeBron. Yeah. When you invest so much yeah. in something and it when it doesn't go your way, the relationship, the relationship yeah. in New England. Think about how much he invested. Then all of a sudden, somebody on the other end of the relationship didn't want him. Okay, and I believe he was it. He was yeah. the biggest reason by far that they were they, that, that they were a dynasty. Yes. Oh. And I think that's come clearer I, and clearer since he you. left. I okay. can't fight you right. anymore. Okay. But the point was, I think Kraft is weighing, uh, Tom's up there, and Tom was in the same, I'm sorry, uh, Kraft is in the same camp. A whole lot of people, including you, were in like, is Tom about to lose it? Is he about to fall right. off the proverbial cliff? Correct. This is the end of New England because right. the last pass he throws in New England gets pick six, pick six by Logan Ryan, yeah. right? Who well, later became a teammate. I know, became a teammate. Okay, so it ended horribly in New England given the fact that he's on his way to being the GOAT. Right. All right, so all of a sudden, many of the naysayers, many of the doubters are saying, Tom, it's time to go on home. You, you've been told by New England, it's time for you just to go on home. Correct. And instead, he says, no, no, I'm, I've got something left here. And we're kind of scouring the countryside saying, well, wh where exactly is yeah. he going to go? And nobody could see this coming except for him. Right. And I got to tell you, this was a genius move on his part. You got to give him credit because I didn't see it. You didn't no, see it. Nobody, nobody predicted it. it. Nope. He said, wait a second, that team down there, all the way down there in Florida, that, that team that went seven and nine last year, they're loaded. Central Florida. Wow. They, wait, wait a second. They got two Pro Bowl receivers, mm -hmm. two guys who made the Pro Bowls. Right. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin made the Pro Bowl. Right. And w w wait a second. That defense coached by Todd Bowles, it was coming alive. I told you down the stretch yeah. of the, the, the season before he got uh -huh. there. 
the, the last six or seven games, they, they started to look like a top five defense. Well, they were a playoff team if Jameis done th- turned the ball over 35 over, times. He, he turned it over 35 <laughs> times, and it, it, it tears up everything yeah. that you're trying to yeah. accomplish. It, it undercuts everything. As you know, turnover, it's, it's the whole it's story. And he says, well, I, I think I got a shot there. And Tampa said, we welcome you with yes. open arms. Yes. What can we do for yes. you? Well, you could get me Antonio Brown if you could. Right. And, and this guy Gronk that I know, he's right. my best buddy. You right. know, could we figure out a way to get him in here? Right. Sure, we can yes. do that. Exactly. What, what else do you need? Well, let's do this, just this. I can't remember. Was Lenny Fournette there yet? No. Nope. Okay. They signed Lenny right. Fournette okay. in free agency. All right. We need they him. They drafted Tristan Worth. They did. They traded up to get him. Okay. They did everything Tom needed. They, they turned it over to him and said, you do this. And he did it. Right. And they're in a pandemic year, and he turns it around, turns it up on its head. Talking about standing on your head. They, they turned it. They flipped the script completely and go from seven and nine to winning the Super Bowl. It's unheard of. Yeah. It was his, uh, I believe, his greatest achievement at, for, for a whole season. And I believe that he developed a lot of, of loyalty, of, right. a feeling of deep loyalty for them. Yeah. And I know for a fact from a very high-placed source in that front office that they badly wanted him to come back, and they were doing everything in their power to say, let's, let's try it again. But to your point, Tom's looking at, like, I, I don't see a way out of this right. one. How can we be – can we be a, a little bit better than last year? Well, they were 8 and 10. Right. Well, you, can you be a lot better? Can you turn it completely around? It, it sure doesn't look right. like it because they're so strapped against the cap. But Skip, even if they're a little better, even a little better – are they close to the Eagles? Look at what the Eagles got. The Eagles, the Eagles no. are, loaded, are, are set for right. years to come. Right, and that's the same Eagles team that just a year ago in the first round of the playoffs Look. visited down there and had no chance. Yes. But they have arrived yes. because the quarterback got a whole lot better Ready. than he was a year ago. You right? get A.J. Brown. Okay, you went and got A.J. Brown, and you got Hassan Reddick, and all of a sudden it yeah. clicked. It, it took off. Yes, yes. Every, Bradbury's a big addition. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, they're way better than they were, and they've come of age because the quarterback arrived. Yes. Okay, so Tom's looking at that saying, we can't, we can't deal with that. Right. We can't suddenly flip some new switch here. But he did have loyalty to them, and I stand by what I said right out of the box yesterday, to, as you just alluded to. Right. If, if you look around and you say, I think I'll go to the Raiders or maybe to San Francisco for one last hurrah year, it, it looks bad on your resume yes. because it looks like you're just ring chasing, like desperately ring chasing. Right. I'll try there. Right. I'll try there. And you come across as the ultimate late career mercenary. Right. And that mercenary is the, the operative word here because it looks bad. Yes. And I don't know if he had it in his in his system to start over, it's hard. As you know, it's hard to just start over. Right. We came out here, what are we up to now? It was six, seven years yes. ago, seven yep. years ago. Yep. And we had to start over, and it takes a whole lot of energy out of you, yes. which brings me to Jeff Darlington's second point, that insiders are saying that Tom was emotionally exhausted from the divorce yep. and the fallout through the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I kept telling you, you, he just went through and finalized yeah. a divorce in the middle of a football season. I can speak on my little <laughs> tiny level here. I went through one once upon a time. A woman I was with from the time I was 14 years old until I was 27 years old. Mm-hmm. And we just grew apart because we grew up together. Right. And then we grew up apart and it just wasn't going right. to work. And I had to go with her 
to tell her parents we were splitting because I was so close to her parents because they became more of my parents than my parents did. Right. So we had to go sit in the living room and tell them we're just not going to work. And they were devastated. And it devastated me. <laughs> so I get that. The, the emotional torment of imagine. it, the upheaval of it, to have to go through this. But I didn't have any kids. He, he, he's got to worry. Are they going to be okay? Are right. they? How are we going to do right. this? Mm-hmm. It, we're not a two-parent household anymore. Right. So, a, again, the, the trauma, the emotional trauma of that, and then all around him, the season's just unraveling. It becomes right. a disaster. He didn't come back for that. No, he didn't come back. But for Skip, I was this. saying all along, I said, Skip, I believe the divorce is taking more of a toll on him than what you or others or he even letting on to be. Skip, he has started to get gaunt. Mm-hmm. He has started no, to look I, hollow I, and, in and the I, face. I agreed with you once. It it was announced that he had finalized the right. divorce. It was like at mid-season. Right. And he did look gaunt. And I think it was it was just because yeah. of what we're talking about. It, it started early, Skip. You know, you've been around the game far too long, and you know how training camps are. They want everybody in training camp. When they excuse a guy, for 11 days yep. to deal with something personal no, and it's not health-related, no, it that health lets related. you know the seriousness of this nature. Right. So all of a sudden, he's looking around him, and the offensive line that I thought, especially in the Super Bowl year, I, I thought it might be the best offensive yeah, line. it had gotten really good. Okay, It had gotten really good really quickly, and all of a sudden, it was a disaster because you lost the middle three guys yeah. because you lost your center in training camp, and he tried to come back at the end of the year, but he couldn't. Right. And you, you lost Caput as a pre- premium free agent to Cincinnati, and then Marpet retired. retired. And all of a sudden, Donovan Smith just had a bad year. He had an awful year. He had, he had an awful, awful year, and he got hurt. And then Tristan Wirfs got hurt and was, was about was half a, half a man the, at the end of the year. And – if you can't protect a 45-year-old and you fall to 24th in pass block win rate, trust me, it's going to look terrible, yes. especially if you can't run the ball. So what did I tell you? That the, the front office is looking at the, the, the second-level numbers, and they're saying, wait a second, on play-action passes, Tom Brady is leading the NFL in QBR on play-action, but we are dead last in trying play-action. We only do it 15% of the time, and, and we're saying – yeah, because you can't run the ball. Hey, Nobody right. respects it. You ain't it. fooling no one. They're, they're laughing at you if you try to play action right. fake. You know, like, what, right. what, okay, so that didn't work. And then they're looking at the numbers. In the fourth quarter, he led the league in passing yards and touchdown passes. Why? Because they kept falling behind. Yes. And then they would go no huddle, and, and they would play faster in the fourth quarter. And I'd say, well, maybe you should try playing faster in the second quarter or the right. third quarter. And they didn't. And so there's philosophical clashing going on. And then here's the big final point. And this may have been the turning point of the year. I believe, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure, and you concurred, Tom Brady wanted Bruce Arians out of his hair. Yes. Because there was the report that Bruce would come in on Fridays and take what he and Byron had concocted, right. whatever their game plan was, and they'd, they'd gone over it for night after night. And Bruce would take his red pencil and say, no, right. no, this, this, and this. What? And he wanted him out this year, yeah. kicked upstairs. Yeah. Well, uh, I know management believes that was a huge mistake on Tom Brady's part. Yeah. Because they think the offense missed wh- whatever flair he had. or what He'd been doing it a long time. And you know all the, yeah. the great quarterbacks yeah. he had coached. And that it missed his, his overseeing, mm-hmm. his input. And if that's all true, then that was a huge right. error on Tom's part where, where they actually 
that they were drifting without Skip, him. that's always the case. When you're growing up, you don't realize your parents get on your nerves. Yeah. I wish I would, I would be glad when I get grown and don't have to listen to yeah. this. And then once you get grown, you realize, yeah. like, damn, they knew exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. Like, who knew? They had been my age, but I had never been their age. Yeah. And so what Tom didn't realize is that the impact or the influence yeah. of what Bruce Arians actually provided, because he just got tired of, oh, you're not in him a meeting with me, uh, Byron. You're not doing no. this. You're just coming in because you're the head coach and scratching and scribbling it out. And that's not fair to us. Okay, but, but maybe those scratches and scribbles were... Maybe he knew that was some bull yeah, Right, maybe, right? <laughs> and Skip, but you know this. As we start to age, it takes us longer to do the things that was just routinely. We just, Skip, it takes me longer to get dressed in the morning. I used to roll out of bed and be fully dressed and out the door in 10 minutes. Now it's 15, 20, 25 minutes to do the same thing yep. when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. And Tom needs to understand it takes him more talent. Yep. Now all of a sudden, Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin's not a bad receiver. Mike no. Evans is not a bad receiver. No. Mike Evans just has 1,000 yards receiving every year he's been in the NFL. Yep. Even that's not enough now. So he needs more and more. Now he needs guys like Devontae. Now he needs guys like Tyreek Hill yep. and Jalen Waddle in top tier at every position yep. in order to do what he used to do, Skip, with guys from Dorchester. Yep. No, I, I'm with you. Okay, so now we get to the emotional aspect of it. And it's the yeah. hardest part to discuss because who knows except one human and that's, that's that yeah. guy. But if, in fact... He was just burned out from the season and from going through the divorce. If, in fact, he was just emotionally exhausted, I have some concern for him going forward because that's not the ideal way to step away. Right. Because you know and I know what happens. Okay, so you retire and it's your second time and you say, that's it. And we all conclude. Right. That better be it. Right. You, you can't do this again, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and it felt final. It did. Right? It, it did. It, it felt like permanent. Right. Great. Way to go. Great career. We all wish him well. Well, now he's got time to cool out. I don't know if he's going to have Fox some interaction with us or not, but what, whatever. He's got time to chill. Right. And let's say six months pass, and all of a sudden, he wakes up one morning and he says, you know what? I'm feeling a lot better now. I, I, I've kind of slept it all off. Right. Well, that would be the moment when he would say, I, I don't have football anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And of all the people you've known, all the people you've played with, all the Hall of Famers you've known, this guy, having played until he was 45, you could argue is going to have the most difficult time absolutely. of letting go of yes, all of it. Absolutely. Of, of, yeah. of coming down from all yeah, of it. I agree. And, and especially... It, it wasn't the classic decision of nobody wants me anymore. I, I, I'm too beat up. I, right. I just I just can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. I retire. Right. You know, that's that's the traditional way. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. With this guy, if he's saying I, I'm just exhausted right now, well, in six months he won't be exhausted. I hope he doesn't wake up one morning and say, God, what did I do? What? I can still play. You can, Skip. And to go back to what you said about the, the, the mental anguish of going through a divorce, because his pay played out publicly. And not everybody had an opinion what transpired. Yeah. Was it Tom's fault? Was it her fault? Was it, did he re- retire because she wanted it to? Did, she, did he unretire because this? So everything starts to play out publicly because you're a public figure. See, if he was a private person, people get divorced every day, and you don't hear a damn thing yeah. about it. No. And that's why I've always tried to keep my relationship, because if I break up, 
I'm together in private. I break up yep. in private. Whatever issues we may have, we're going to deal with them in private. And y'all not going to have an opinion. I'm not going to be tabloid fodder. Right. I'm not going to be the topic right. of, of every radio and TV. Yep. Well, what's going on with Tom? And so, Skip, that's hard on an individual. That's why they always ask, well, what, Skip? Please respect our yeah. privacy through this <laughs> most difficult right. time. Good luck with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yep. especially here. Yes. Okay, so I, I don't know where his head's going to be if, if he's going to really have to reach down and, and fight through this in six months because it's not the typical way that you yeah. retire. It felt like because of external circumstances, he was almost forced to say, well, I'm loyal to Tampa because they were loyal to me. Correct. So it's Tampa or nothing. Yeah. I don't want to look like a mercenary going over here or here right. or here or here. I, I, I have no choice right now but to stop. Right. But in six months, would he say, I, I feel pretty great. I look back, you know, he, he'll look back. I know his, his mentality enough to know. He'll look back and say, well, I, I, I did set the completion record. Yeah. Again, because you, you had no running game. Right. You threw it every down, right? <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Skip. Let's just say for the sake of argument, the season ended for him two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and he takes another two, three weeks off. Does he go back into a routine in where he starts throwing That's and getting That's a very good question. Because if, that, if he takes his nor longer than normal time, yep. he'll be fine. But it's once he gets back into the rigors as if he mm -hmm. is coming back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, damn, man, the arm feels good. The leg, the body feels good. Yep. I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. Okay. How soon does he go back or if he goes back to pick up what he's done for the last 25, 26 years? Will he keep his personal trainer with yeah. him? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think Guerrero, he will. Alex Guerrero, will they just stay a twosome? Will they hang together? Will they Will they see each other every day for some kind of session? Well, Jeff Darlington said in the last thing, he said there's more to remaining ageless than velocity of a pass. <laughs> well, so obviously Alex Guerrero yeah. will be on case, on, yeah. on, on his staff still because of what, you know, the concoctions that they make, the, the juice yeah. and the, all yeah. the avocado ice cream and the stretching and the pliability. Yeah. So all that's a part of that helps you defy aging. Okay. All I know for a fact. hold it off. You can't defy it, but you can hold it off. I've worked with a whole lot of people who played the games of basketball and football. Mm -hmm. As great as it is to work here, as great as you have been at your job, Maybe. as as mu as invested as you are, that has become your life. Yeah. It's not it's what not, you have. It's not, Skip. It, it it's just not. can't get there. It's not. As much as Tom will be great on this network, it, it won't not. scratch the deepest itch because mm -hmm. you're – you're looking down into the arena right. instead of in the re right. arena looking yeah. up at the press box. It, right? it is, Skip. It's just different. And the things that we would say and the, what we would do in the locker room is going to get your butt in HR here. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. And so all the, all the jokes he used to play and all good, the stories he told. It's a good point. And that's the thing, Skip. And what have you always said? The, the one thing you cannot replace is the camaraderie nope. of the locker room because mm -mm. It's, it's, a, it's a moment in time and, and you're with 50-odd people in a locker room and they're from everywhere and all walks of life right. and, and faiths and, yes. and cultures yes. and all this. But you're a unit. You are a brotherhood in the yeah. locker room. But but you're all heading somewhere right. else, whether you like it or not, because this game, especially your game, it's <laughs> finite. It is. It, it's going to get you yeah. before you get it. Right? Skip, at least they got a celebrity basketball game and you can go coach yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Ain't no celebrity football game. No. Ain't no celebrity. And no. all-star game. That's another great point. Skip, you know, you in baseball, they it. got a celebrity softball game. Well, you, you can't go play big three, you know, like, <laughs> right? No. You, you, you just can't no. do it. No. And Skip, in the locker room, hey, Sharp, they holler across, hey, Sharp, check this out. Or Tom Brady, they might call him Brady, they might call him, hey, 12, yep. check this out. Who am I hollering? Hey, Bayless, check this out, man. What happened last night? 
Hey, hey, Barney. It is, yeah, it's, so it's different. It's different. It, it, it just is. And unless you unless you've been in that environment, right. And as long as he's been in, he's been in it longer than anybody. Than anybody. So it is. I agree with you. It's going to be harder for him. Yep. To walk to 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 let it go because he's developed so many more relationships over the years, players and coaches. I bet you. I bet you. No less than hundred people have Tom Brady's number. No less than hundred. Yeah. Okay. Because he's an open man. Everybody. Yep. I mean, somebody was like, I was waiting to see if Tom was really like what they say. Is he like what he is he publicly like yep. this? Is he like this behind closed door? They're like, nah, he really that dude. Man, you can call Tom. Yep. You don't have to call his secretary no. to get an appointment That's to talk a good to it. Point. Very good point. He he just one of the guys. And all of a sudden, he goes from being one of the guys to mm. he and, and he's not gonna have that kind of trust coming into a situation that's built up over years, Skip, because you see that guy every single day. There's not a – for seven, eight months, every day, you saw Devin McCourty or you saw Hightower or you saw Gronk or you saw this one and that one. Yep. Great point. I I don't envy what he's going to have to go through. Nah. It's more difficult than he really knows. Yeah, that's a great point I don't think he has any idea how difficult it's going to be for him. Well, this family here will make it a little easier. Yeah, yeah, we're going to make it easy on you, Tom. Come on over here. You got anything, any question you might have, (laughs) your boy's an open book. (laughs) (laughs) We can't wait to welcome him in. Indeed, a time of a lot of change for Tom Brady. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, Skip, let's discuss your Cowboys. Reports are that Mike McCarthy will become the Cowboys play caller. This, of course, after the team parted ways with Kellen Moore. Jerry Jones confirmed those reports. Yes, indeed. He was talking to Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News yesterday. Take a listen. This is the logical step to build on it and use what 
uh, we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the ones we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step. You, uh, Offensively, will it? Will you keep the same offense, or will you go back to what Mike used to run in Green Bay? Uh, it will be, I'm sure, with added nuances of the times, but more importantly, the personnel. But it will uh, be, uh, 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 in principle, uh, the way he operated in Green Bay, which I'm sure he'll tell you evolved. Hi, Skip. You've had some time to let this one marinate some. How are you feeling about this situation now? Yeah, how you feel about the way? (laughs) More Jerry Hocus Pocus, more phony baloney. I don't even know what he's talking about half the time. A building building step? Where where did that come from? You like the hat, Jerry? Where? You like the hat? I did kind of like the hat. (laughs) Made him look a little younger. (laughs) Okay. I did think about this last night, and it finally hit me just before I went to bed. You know what? Let's do this. Mike McCarthy, you are on, okay, and you're on the hot seat because I want you to show us that all those years that you call plays Mm -hmm. for Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers will make you more qualified than Kellen Moore was, that all those years in Green Bay will allow you to take our offense with the Dallas Cowboys up a whole nother level from Kellen Moore, who simply over his four years was second only to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's offense in points scored and yards gained. Second over four years to Kansas City's offense. I want you, Mike, to show us. You're on. You you got us. Show us (laughs) that you can make Dak Prescott a little better than Aaron Rodgers was the year that you went on that road wild card run to a Super Bowl. That was 12 years ago, right? Or, yeah, we're going 13. Let's call it 13 years ago. Show us you can do that because – I said the moment that we this story broke, I told you it's clear to me that Mike McCarthy just won the power struggle with Kellen Moore. Right. And Stephen Jones confirmed yesterday, yes, they had philosophical clashes. Well, duh, they were going to because here came Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I'm, I want to be the Cowboy head coach. And Jerry and Stephen telling you're going to be the head coach, but but you can't have anything to do with the offense because we're going to keep Kellen Moore. Right. Well, I don't think he loved it. I think that was a tough pill for him to swallow. Right. And he had to sit there and watch Kellen Moore, and I'm sure behind closed doors, he began to say, oh, let's try that. No, 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 let's try. Right. How about, no, 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 this is the way I do it, right? Right. Okay, so now now you're on. And what what I love about this is, This is going to speed a conclusion one way or the other about Mike McCarthy because next year you want to talk about a hotter and hotter seat every NFL Monday. I cannot wait to come in here and sit across from you and critique what Mike McCarthy called the day before because he wanted this. He won the power struggle. Philosophical differences. Kellen Moore is now coaching Justin Herbert with the Chargers. I told you right out of the box, I, I like the Chargers to win the AFC next year just because of that move right there. Okay. I'll be rooting for the Chargers because I root for Kellen Moore because he was not the problem. My quarterback was the problem. Kellen Moore didn't miss a single throw at San Francisco. He called plays that had CD open deep twice, that had Michael Gallup wide open deep at the end of the game. Could have changed my life with one throw on the money. And it was way off the mark. So in the end, I'm saying thank you, Jerry. You, you, 
you put your man, your, your, your new brother-in-law, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> you put him on the hottest seat because we get to see if he can turn my offense into Green Bay's Super Bowl offense. Mike, are you going to be our catalyst? Are you going to be our missing agree- ingredient? I say a big N-O to that. I say we will miss Kellen Moore, but I'm happy that please drop the Mike McCarthy is on the hottest seat because he got what he wanted, and I'm saying I'm going to sit back and and critique. Here we go. Well, I skip. I remember when he got the job, you was thinking, "Well, I wonder if he's going." Because at this time, I think Kellen Moore was interviewing for the head coaching he job was. at Boise State. Yep. He was interviewing for some other he, job, he did. but he ended up coming back because I think you thought all along, "Okay, well, he's going to call the plays." But they said, "No, we're going to keep it the same because Kellen Moore has been in Dak ears for the last several years, and we don't want." And, wanna... and I thought. I thought Dak loved it, or Dak yes. always just pledged allegiance to him. Go yeah. ahead. So, but Skibble, so when I look at it, okay, he called plays in Green Bay, and he got fired. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dak Prescott right now is as good as Aaron Rodgers was at that point in time? No. Wait, which point? Like 2010? Like like Super Bowl Aaron? Yeah. Super Bowl MVP? This is a joke. <laughs> Skip, in 2018, Mike McCarthy went 6-9-1. Yep. They had Devontae Adams. Do you think CeeDee Lamb is the equivalent of Devontae Adams? Unfortunately, I don't. Okay, they had Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams just went for 15 touchdowns. At, <clears throat> that year, Aaron Jones had eight touchdowns, 782 yards. They also had Jimmy Graham, Randall Cobb, MVS, Robert Tanyan, and uh, Mercedes Lewis. You know what? That's loaded. That, that is. And he went 691. That, that's pretty special yes. what you just described right there. People don't realize how much talent Green yeah, Bay had. That's a good Went point. back to yard with yeah. that offensive yeah. line. And he got fired calling plays. Okay, we're about to find out. Because I believe it had more to do with Aaron Rodgers than your play calling. Now you get an opportunity because I don't believe your quarterback is as talented as Aaron Rodgers. I don't believe your wide receiver is as good as, as, as uh, uh, Devontae. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the auxiliary pieces. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, Pollard, but your bell cow back, the guy that you pay $16 million. Look at what the guys that's in the Super Bowl skip. Look at their running backs. They play, I mean, I think uh, uh, Kansas City, I saw a stat, Kansas City playing their three running backs like $7, $8 million. Uh, 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 Philadelphia playing their running backs like $5, 6000000 million. Yep. They paid Zeke $16 million. <laughs> Two teams in the Super Bowl, and their running backs don't cost as much as one of your back that's in the cow at Dallas. Mm. Mike McCarthy, look, I don't believe, I don't believe it was Kellen Moore's fault. That last play in Seattle notwithstanding, I know it left a lot of it. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? Zeke at center? You mean in San Francisco? In San Francisco, yeah. the last play they yeah. called in San Francisco. Yeah. When Zeke was at well, center. I mean, it was just an embarrassment. But I, I, I'll, I'll give him a pass on that. But what about the other four years of calling plays where y'all got second in points and second in yards? At some point in time, your quarterback got – some t- the really good ones can overcome a bad play call. That's what the really good ones can do. You think Andy Reid is right on the money every time he calls a damn play for Patrick Mahomes? Well, I got to tell you. About half the time, the best plays he makes are outside the pocket, just playing backyard script, football. Yes. Seriously. But that's what the that's, Skip, that's what the really good quarterbacks yeah. can do. That's not Kellen Moore's fault. That Dak has seven straight games where he threw it directly to the other team. <laughs> in three of those games, they were pick sixes. It's not his fault. But Jerry said a lot of things in his interview that they're going to draft a quarterback, nice but thing. he got the utmost confidence in Dak. And the reason why we were here because of Dak. Yep. But I, I hate the fact that we didn't take a quarterback over the last couple of years. That don't sound like a guy that's really confident in his quarterback, Skip. I don't know how you read that. He's, oh, uh, he's he said a lot of things about how we misread They're talking about taking another Dak in the third or fourth round. You but, know? but he said how we misread the tea leaves. And we've seen a lot of the contenders over the last couple of years invest heavily and win it. Jerry, 
Okay, you keep developing players, and in 28 years, you ain't been back to the NFC Championship game. If you just said that there, you have no idea the size of the check that I would write to win that Super Bowl one last time, mm. you might want to try the other team's way. Because they seem to be having success. You talk about, well, they pay for it down the road. You paying for it. You've been kicking the can down the road for 28 years, and they got a damn thing to show for it. Okay, but how, <laughs> how does he have local, like, inner circle bragging rights when he goes to dinner with with his and Gene's friends in yeah. Dallas, what are his biggest bragging rights from? I run the draft. Yes. I have final say. I make the pick. Right. I pick CeeDee Lamb. It was my call. He, right? got, he got the most valuable. His, his team is more valuable than the Eagles and the Rams and all these other teams. But And Siskip, that's why he can hang his hat and do it his way. There is no repercussions. He's still going to have the most, the most valuable franchise. He's still going to serve the most merchandise. <laughs> so what incentive? Skip, if I can do that, what incentive do I have to try and win the Super Bowl? If I'm still going to do, you see what the Monday night game did? 40 plus million. You do what the uh, Thanksgiving the, the, game The playoff, playoff game. game. Yes. You see that? Skip, so what's every, my incentive? Year, well, you know what's going to happen. And he can sell you right back. We just went 12 and 5 and 12 and 5. Yeah. And, and you know what I respond to? And what did you do against San Francisco twice? Right. To, two years in a row. You laid two of the biggest right. eggs this franchise has ever laid in playoff games, back-to-back years against the same team. I thought the ultimate goal, because you say you don't have your mortality, you've come in face-to-face with it, was to hold that trophy one more time, look at it like you did Stephen when, 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 when Gene gave birth <laughs> to Stephen and Charlotte yeah. and Jerry Jr., that's the way big. you looked at that. Yeah. I thought that's what you wanted to do. But if you okay with 12-5, and five, mm-hmm. if you okay with having the most valuable franchise in all of pro sports, yep. Have at it. Mm. But you probably need to change your web. Skip, after 28 years of doing something one way and not getting the results that you've seen you've had before, you would think, what company, Skip, will do something the exact same way? Hell, even McDonald's added chicken tenders and chicken strips now. Mm-hmm. Even Popeye's added a chicken sandwich. Well, well, they have to because the competition is just cutthroat. Okay, the competition. I know. <laughs> it's cutthroat in his league, except he could sell you back. Yeah, but we're the most valuable team in the world. Yes! How are you the most valuable team? Well, we're the most interesting team. Yes. More people love and hate us than any other team in the league. So our TV ratings are number one. That's what he'd sell back to. There are a lot of teams that's gotten multiple Super Bowls. As a matter of fact, what you call them got six of them. Since you last won one. The Broncos got three. The Ravens got two. I mean, since you last won, there are a lot of teams that got Super Bowls in, in your division. Yep. Okay. Go this direction with me. Because you know what used to happen in Green Bay. They, they, were, they took the West Coast. I'm, I'm going back to your brother, you know, yeah. like at the end of your brother's run. Yeah. They, they, they became a West Coast offense team because Andy Reid was a disciple of oh, the yeah, West yeah, Coast. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Holmgren. Yeah, okay. yeah, Mike, yeah. It, it started with Bill, the great Bill Walsh, yeah. close friend of mine. Mike was up under Bill. He, he was. Coach Walsh. So it came from there. Yes. And remnants of it were passed down to Mike McCarthy. Right. Okay. My point to you is. Dak, you better be ready because they're going to change it all. They're going to go back to whatever he was calling in Green Bay, and all all the the language will change, all all the the symbols will change. Everything changes. You're going to start over with the new offense, Mr. Prescott, that you've never seen before. Because Mike McCarthy was the tight end coach under Paul Hackett in Kansas City. So he brought his that West Coast. Paul Paul Hackett loved Mike McCarthy. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he, he knew him from Pitt and Pittsburgh because Mike's from Pitt. Okay, go but, ahead. But it seems to me, Skip, if you look at Tampa, you look at the Rams, you look at the Eagles, they added substantial talent 
via free agency. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys seems to be unwilling to do it that way. They want to continue to build through the draft. And that's fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But if there's a piece, we see pieces that end up Hassan Reddick. Did he not impact the NFC Championship game? Did Von Miller the year before? I'm just saying, Von Miller changed life for the Rams. I don't care what you say. You can tell me J-Ram. You can tell me what, whatever. Yeah. Who else? Well, you can tell me Matt Stafford. Different. That was a big move yes. for them. But listen, Von Miller was the difference maker yeah. and, and probably would have been in Buffalo this year if he had not gotten hurt. Look at the impact A.J. Brown had yeah. on. on it, it is huge. Ch- changed life. Yeah. Just, and you get yeah. a Bradbury. Right. And you get a Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, l- look at Tampa Bay, the Suckineers. And you get Tom Brady. You okay. get Tom. You Does add a Leonard Fournette who played, re- who played really well. And Antonio Brown. Okay. Yes. Here we Gronk. go. Gronk. Gronk. Okay. It, they went outside the draft to, yes. And in Dominican Sue. Yep. You mm-hmm. added key pieces. JPP. Be, yeah, they, you, oh, I know. I, I got it. Everybody else is doing it except my team. <laughs> and my team is Jerry. I got final say on the draft. I got this. He does. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and he's, there are those great stats out there. That the Dallas Cowboys over the this is we're going back two years now, but but over the previous ten years, mm-hmm. all the way up through it would be twenty ten to twenty twenty. Yeah. Dallas drafted the second best to guess who? Casey. The Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by the way, the Chiefs just keep that Brett Veach. He just keeps on keeping on nailing the draft because all, all their all their guys they drafted are contributing. They're okay. playing, starting. All right, but they got one big advantage over my team. Andy Reid went up in the first round of the draft <laughs> and the took a quarterback, a quarterback who is. Arguably the best quarterback playing right now, right. and and he's going to try, in your point of view, to make a goat case right. at some point yes. because he's that talented. Yeah. My quarterback is not that talented. No. He was a fourth-round pick who, in the biggest moments, plays like a fourth-round pick. Correct. That's the problem. I got seven years' body of work. You keep telling me yeah. he's, he's, he's what that, he is. He is what he's, he is. Okay? He's middle-of-the-pack Dak. Okay? It, ha, will, will play calling change that? Well, I hope so. You, show me. Show me, do it, Mike. Well, you're definitely gonna get. You need you need more, more receivers than CD, because if you look at the West Coast, you need multiple guys, two, three guys that are tremendous run after the catch. Well, speaking and of only draft, CD is that they banked heavily on their third round pick, Jalen Tolbert. Skip the bank. They didn't dress. He, he he wasn't dressing at the end of the year. They tried and they failed. And I fear, I, I don't want to condemn the kid too quickly, but but it feels like they swung and missed. Yeah. That's what they think. Well, he's going to have to have a bounce back. He's going to have to go back to the lab yep. this offseason because they're counting on him. They got rid of Amari. Skip, he said he had no regrets about getting getting rid of Amari, but the guys that he had didn't step up. Well, you have regrets. Yeah, did you? So you thought Noah Brown. You thought Noah Brown was going to fill Amari's okay, shoe. Remember, to, to Jerry's credit, he did get infatuated with Odell, but – the problem was Odell just wasn't ready. I'm right. seeing the new video of Odell, right. and he looks like he's running straight ahead. God bless him. Yeah, but, but, but he wasn't ready to help my team this year. Yeah, Skip. And the receivers rare, very rarely run straight ahead. It's a lot of cutting. <laughs> it's a lot of in and out. It's yeah. a lot of break, plant, uh, cut. A whole lot. I mean, that's, that's more than half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> well. And the okay, competition Mike. in your division oh. does not help, Skip. Well, we went from the not least to the beast. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I don't, I don't, I don't think that the, the Eagles are going to take a step back. No. And the Giants look like they're coming. Ooh, I agree. It's going to be fun to watch next season. All right, gentlemen, <laughs> something else we're watching. This scoring record in the NBA, is it going down? Yeah, the LeBron sure. pass, Kareem, is the all-time <laughs> leading scorer this week. Let's discuss when we come back. 
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Countdown is on. LeBron James, 89 points away from passing Kareem on that all-time scoring list. Tonight, Lakers face off against the Pacers. Since his birthday is December 30th, LeBron is averaging nearly 35 points a game. Shannon, what's your best guess on when he passes Kareem? Skip, it's really hard to say without knowing if he's going to play all these games. Based on his scoring average, what he's averaging right now, it seems to be next Tuesday against the OKC Thunder. But the question is, does he play tonight, not play, what, Saturday night against the Pelicans? I don't know because we saw him, we've seen him play back-to-back. And then we see him sit the, uh, a game of the back-to-back, sit the first, play the second, or play the first, miss the second. So, I, I, Skip, I, I, all I was, I, this is what I'll say. I'm assuming, and I'm, I, this is all I can do, Skip, because I don't have any first-hand knowledge or second- or third-hand knowledge. I'm going to say it's Tuesday. I'm hoping it's Tuesday because I'm going to be in oh, attendance. No, that's true. <laughs> and if he does it, We're going to the Super Bowl on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Okay. And if he does it Thursday, I will be disappointed because I want to say I've, so, I've seen a significant record in my lifetime. That's a great point. <laughs> yep. Maybe so, he's do it for you. Man, I want to be there. I just I, I, I look. I just don't. I, I, I don't. I just don't know. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say he played really well tonight. Gets really close, but does he play against the Pelicans? That's that's the unknown. Skip. Does he play against the Pelicans on Saturday night? Because now he gets thirty. I believe he'll score somewhere 30, 35 points tonight. Now that leaves him what fifty four points short. He doesn't play. He gets thirty. Now that's twenty four points against Milwaukee, and it's gonna happen against Milwaukee. I believe he wants to break it at home. I really do in front of uh, uh, the crowd at the crib, in front of his fans, even though his fans are all over the NBA. And uh, But it seems to me the ticket prices indicate that they think he's going to break it on Tuesday because that's off the floor seats going for 75000 each. Yep. And that's because they believe he's going to break that record then, Skip. And we see team, you know, the, uh, the, the schedule, and they're trying to jockey it to make sure this is going to be a televised game. It's not going to be Kareem in 84, Skip, doing it, I think, Thomas and Mack in Las Vegas. In the shadows. In the yep. shadows. Mm-hmm. This thing is going yep. to be televised to the umpteenth degree. It should and be. And so uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say OKC 
just because I don't have any other reason not to say yeah. OKC. Because if I knew Skip, like, okay, he's going to play tonight, then miss OKC, then miss uh, uh, the Pelicans, yeah. and then he'll have two games, then I'll say it would be, it would be uh, Milwaukee on Thursday the ninth. But I'm going to say he plays the next three games, and I'm going to say it's going to be the seventh against OKC. Okay. Speaking with heart overhead, probably, but I, I think you could be right. L- allow me to say I am astonished that LeBron James, since his birthday night at Atlanta, has averaged 35 points a game. It's just impossibly yeah. great at this stage, this age, 38, you're 20. Right. Can't be, is. Right. And because of 35 a game over the last 14 games, 35 a game over 14, right. he's on the doorstep before I was ready for him to be on the doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I projected it out. We, yeah. we talked about this, I don't know, month, two months ago. Yeah. And, and I, was, I was out into April because right. I thought back-to-backs and, and right. he, surely he'll have some pull of something, right. you know, a little groin issue right. or something, and he'll miss six games. And, then, and he did. And he did. Okay. But now he's on an all-time torrential tear. First, allow me also to say that this is so unusual to me because it's the flip side of the baseball home run records because this is way before your time and everybody else's time, but I'm old enough to remember when Roger Maris was trying to track down Babe Ruth in 1961 to hit 61 home runs in, in 61. Right. The stories are legendary. His hair was falling out right. because he was under so much pressure because he wasn't the most naturally gifted home run hitter. Right. He just was on a hot streak. Right. LeBron is obviously an, an all-time gifted scorer. And the they basketball. didn't want him to break Babe's record. No. Babe was beloved. Beloved. They didn't want you to break no, it. No, no. And it's not like Kareem is beloved because he's really not, not beloved. beloved. That is correct. Okay? So I, it's so different to try to hit a baseball out of the park that's pitched 90 to 100 miles an hour. Right. It's changing. All turning. over the place. Yeah. It's harder to do it on cue than for LeBron to score on cue because he can. Right. He, he can score right. at will. Right. Even, even now. Because he's 6'9", 260. He looks about as explosive as he was at 28 years of age. And my point is, when, when he was asked the other night after the game, do you feel any weight, as in W-E-I-G-H-T, weight right. on your shoulders like is this weighing you down, the pressure to break? And he's like, no. no. He said, I'm, I'm going happen. to do this. Yeah, because he said, I'm going to play several more years. Right. Well, obviously, the pressure is nil. No. It's, there's right. zero pressure right. to break it. In fact, you're so in control of this record, the all-time scoring record, that you can actually set your own narrative. Right. Seriously. He's got the highest IQ in basketball. It's, it's right up there with Magics and Birds and anybody right. else. So you know and I know he is calculating yeah. and, and can actually do this on cue where, where he could just he, – he can control it to the point where if he wants to miss the Pelicans game, like you said, you can sort of – you can mix and match. You how, think how you the night dictates, it? okay, he goes and gets 35-40 tonight. Y- yes, and then then you recalibrate. Okay, yeah. you recalculate. Okay, okay what, the Pelicans. How, how am I going to do this? Do I want to score twenty against the Pelicans because he's eighty nine points away from right. breaking? Okay, I I think he's even thinking down to what kind of shot do oh, I want to shoot? Hook. He's huh? throwing the sky hook. Do you think so? He's throwing the sky hook. 
Okay, you think he's going to shoot the he sky look, hook to look, break the record? Yes. Do you really? Yes. Have to pay homage yes. to the great yeah, one? He's going to throw the sky you hook. You know this for a fact? I do not know this, Skip. Seriously? But I see him warming up, and he's practicing an awful lot. Really? Yes. Okay, that's a great note. I hadn't thought of it. That. that would be beautiful to see. <laughs> yes. Not that easy to pull <laughs> off. <laughs> not, but it may take him three or four yeah. tries to make it, yeah. right? Depending on how far away he's going to shoot right. it. Right. It, it, it's not going to be like Kareem. Like, uh, you know, it's going to probably be one of those running ones. Okay. Where Kareem, would you know, he was... Okay. All right. Well, I mean, Kareem shot him from the free throw line. Yes! No, seriously. Yes! And I got to say this again. Metal Arc Lemon, the, 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 the most uncanny... The, the he, shot of half court. he shot him from half court. I saw him when I was a little kid. He used to go every year to the municipal auditorium downtown Oklahoma City yeah. to watch Metal Arc. And... And all the they had Curly Neal. Curly Neal. It's just like it's the most spectacular basketball I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Nothing ever like it. Right. It was truly magical to right. watch this. That Meadowlark Lemon would shoot a half court hook on cue and make it. Yeah, it's like it was kind of a baby hook. Yeah, but but it was a hook right. nonetheless. Yes, and he would make it. Okay, well LeBron, you're on. Are you going to shoot like an eight foot hook or a? Roll through the lane. Well, like you imagine, imagine little baby, baby hook against against itself. I, I was there. I saw it, and, and it was about I don't know six or eight but, feet, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Okay, I would love that. Yeah. Okay, so you think he's he's already sort of plotting it out. He's scripting out the scene in his mind. Yeah. I want to do this. Do you want to do it in the first quarter? Or you want to do it in the fourth right. quarter? Do you want to do you want to make? It all sure? depends on how many how many points he he's he's away from it. Um, if he gets, let's just say he gets 30, 40 tonight. That leaves him 49 short. He gets another 25, 30 against the Pelicans. Now that leaves him, you know, 22, 19 short. Now, does he play OKC or does he wait for the Bucks on the Thursday? Okay. I need you to do it okay. on Tuesday. Well, obviously, your odds would be slightly better, maybe a lot better against Oklahoma City. Not that they're not playing well, but they're not the defensive team that Milwaukee no, no, is. No, no, no. But again, there's no pressure to this. It's not like no. I got to figure out how to score against Milwaukee. You can score against yeah. Milwaukee. Because remember last time he played against Milwaukee, he, he scored. He scored a lot. Right. Okay. And you can, but they're they're really good on yeah, defense. Yeah, they're very formidable. Yes. And and Giannis is one of the best rim protectors. So yeah. it, you you probably should yeah he got it. Maybe he got the chase down block on LeBron. Okay. All right, he did. T- to me, I was thinking before you brought up Skyhook. I had not thought of that. But I was thinking logo three, like a bomb three, like a thirty some foot three. Well, I, I, what about a dunk? Because he's known for dunks. He is. He didn't ever do the dunk contest, <laughs> no, yeah. but you you could light it up as long as Giannis doesn't have something to say about that. Right. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't want to get blocked. No, at, we dunk on Giannis. Okay. Oh, for the for the for the record, Giannis don't want that. You don't want that poster. That's a poster. Okay. And we're gonna and we're gonna put up under there. The all-time, this is when LeBron broke the all-time score list on Giannis' head. Okay, if you could pull that off, that would be uh, legendary. That would be epic. You never overcome that. Giannis, Giannis can win three MVPs. That is true. And I everybody, agree. And everybody, if you got posterized <laughs> on the shot that, that eclipsed Kareem. Giannis, you can't do that. Hey, let it go, Giannis. Let it go. Okay. Well, you don't think LeBron is wherever he is right now, kick back thinking, well, I could do this, I yeah. could do that. The beautiful part about this is you can pl- you can completely control this yeah, narrative. Yeah. Because this this record is now within reach and within it, total control. It would be different, Skip, if he was 3,000, 4,000 points away yeah. in year 20. Now what's going to happen? It's kind of like Malone. Carl, Skip, we was a foregone conclusion that we thought Carl Malone was going to break this record. Mm. We thought he was going to be. And then all of a sudden he just 
fell completely apart, went to the Lakers, he fell apart, knee, and it, boom, it didn't happen. 36, I think he had 36,000. Mm. LeBron is, is 89 points away. It's going to happen. Okay. We're just trying to pinpoint the date of the game yeah, in which I, it's going to happen. So help me out. How do you think whichever opposing team it is, Thunder or Bucks, how do you think they will react as a defensive unit when LeBron is a point away and within a field goal or a three-point shot of breaking? Do you think they'll go Washington Generals against the Globetrotters, the, the team that toured with the Globetrotters? <laughs> they would just kind of go through they the motions? There, yeah. yeah. Okay. Would, would the other team just sort of let him do what he wanted to do? Do you want to dunk this? We won't really fight you. We, nah. we won't contest. No, nah, I, I, I think they'll contest. And the question is, Skip, well, probably if in that building, you know, they're gonna, the, the PA announcer is going to be LeBron James is points, you know, this many points away. Yep. So they'll be hearing it. They will know. Skip, they can, uh, uh, when, when Kareem threw the sky hook, they contested it. It wasn't just like an open shot, a layup. He, oh. he, he threw a, 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 a typical sky hook. And that he was just able to elevate and throw it. Well, it's, it's unguardable. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's indefensible. Right. Except he's, you just hope he misses. You hope he misses. Because well, you were blocking it. What was it, 70, 7-2? Yeah, he's 7-2. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and he, was a, he was beautiful to watch because he, he had great form with it. Yes. And he shot it from its apex. Yeah. Well, there's no way you right. can touch the And ball. the thing was, Skip, yeah. we've seen every other shot get replicated. We've seen Michael Jordan yeah. the fall away and people hit the yeah. fall away or the one-legged shot right. like a Dirk Nowitzki. We've never seen anybody consistently throw that shot. Right. The one leg, Skip, the one-legged shot now is, is commonplace. When Dirk did it, we like, yeah. how he do that? Kevin Durant will do it. LeBron will do it. Uh, uh, Luka does it all the time. Jokic does it all the time. Everybody's okay. shooting one-legged shot. So would you say that Kareem Skyhook was shot from the highest point of any shot in the NBA history? Probably. Because no, no jump shooter, even though Bird kind of shot it back over or his K, head. Or KDs. Yeah, yeah, KDs. But here's the high, thing. But I don't think it's high as – but remember, he's extending. And he – As and, high as he can extend, and the ball's leaving his, his fingertips up here. And he has his shoulder between yeah, you yes. and the ball. Well, you're blocked off. You, you're you right. can't get at so it. So he's throwing the ball – he's throwing yeah. the jump shot the, – uh, the hook from over here right. where you're shooting the jump shot from here. Yeah, okay. So – Unblockable. <laughs> that, that would be a cool thing if LeBron could pull off shooting. Hey, what do you mean, pull it off? Well, now go. So he's been practicing? Uh, no, no, see, there you go. See, there you go. See, if I were to tell you this information, I have to, I have to you know. No, you know what I would love? You know what I would love? If he broke it with a free throw. That would do No, but that, that's so, but that's so blah. No, it's not. No, that's well, blah. Well, been blah during his career. Yeah, that's so blah. Well, I mean. Make a free throw. I mean, Brady break the all-time passing record with a one-yarder. That was uh, I'm not sure anybody in the history of football threw more one-yard touchdown passes than Tom Brady. Uh, duh, duh, Seriously, they I were know, all one-yard. But, but you don't want the record breaker to be no, a one-yard. No, no, you don't. <laughs> or, no, or, or just Emmitt. Emmitt broke the record with a one-yard run, Skip. At least he got like 12 or 13. <laughs> it would have been nice to get like a 50-yarder, but it, it wasn't a one-yard. No. Oh, Emmitt Smith breaks the record on a one-yard run. He probably ran out of bounds after 12 yards. Now he got to get Seattle. Now he yeah. got like 12 or 13. Yeah. He did. <sighs> that highlight's going to live on forever, guys. Yeah. It's got to be something that we want to watch over and over and over again. Mm. Please don't be a free throw. <laughs>